Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Real Talk with Devin. I am so excited, and I really do believe that since we have had this major energy shift into the age of Aquarian, and because we have learned so many valuable lessons this year as individuals and as a collective, that 2021 is going to feel much lighter, and it's going to be a time where we can actually apply everything that we have learned. I am happy that we have all made it through an incredibly difficult year, and I believe that you all have done an amazing job navigating through such tough times and also really surrendering to the journey and the process. That said, I also believe that this coming year is going to be about the application of those lessons, and we're going to be able to move forward in a really powerful way. I wanted to talk to you today about New Year's, how I feel about New Year's resolutions, and also the one exercise that I do with every single client that I have at the start of the new year. First, I want to talk about New Year's in general, and I want to really stress that January 1st is indeed the start of a new year, but it also is quite arbitrary. The pressure that we put on making changes as the day changes is overwhelming, is exhausting, and is, I think, very unnecessary. I love a new beginning, but I also believe that we have thousands of chances every single day to have a new beginning. We have thousands of chances to start over. We have thousands of chances to make new decisions, to make new habits, to let go of old habits. And the fact that we put so much pressure on one day in particular, and if you miss it, you feel like a failure, is somewhat silly. And we really don't need to hold ourselves to these expectations of feeling like certain changes and certain things need to happen. This is a man-made concept. It is the start of something new, which is great. And there is an energy around that for sure but that there isn't necessarily this huge push to change everything about your life on this day. You can start today. You can start tomorrow. You can start March 16th. You can start November 12th. You can start any day of the year. So don't get caught up in the hoopla of this is a new year, a new me. I need to change everything about myself. This is a perfect time to switch my habits up, to make this happen, to do this, to start this. Yes, it's a great new beginning. And like I said, there is energy around that. But at the same time, it doesn't need to be something that we are beholden to or that we feel guilty about not participating in. I want to go into this episode with that on the table and with you understanding that because this is a new beginning, that it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be a new version of us that emerges and rises from the ashes as we are told that it has to. Again, we are told that, and we are the only people in our lives who can really make decisions for ourselves, especially on a larger scale like that. So enjoy the new year as you wish, and do not put so much pressure around making these changes as the clock turns to midnight. It's okay to do things on your timeline. In fact, it's necessary to do things on your timeline. Anytime that you are forcing a change is not going to work. If you are somebody who has ever tried to help somebody else out in making a change, you know this for a fact. You can want this for someone so badly and society wants for us so badly to 
buy into this idea that we need to make all of these changes in an immediate sense. But if that person is not ready to make a change, if you are not ready to make a change, it is not going to matter how much force you put behind it. It is great to have motivation. It is great to have a push sometimes. It is not great to force something to happen on a timeline that doesn't work for you. With that being said, I want to get into New Year's resolutions and how I think that they are so detrimental to our own wellness and our own mental health, but also that are just this concept and this construct that somebody has come up with and that we all abide by. And just to maybe think a little bit harder about what that means for you versus coming up with all of these things that you would be doing, should be doing, could be doing, and think about where you are in this present moment and where you would like to be maybe a year from now and a healthy way of actually doing that. So first of all, New Year's resolutions. I don't know if anybody makes New Year's resolutions anymore because I think that we've all been through this crazy cycle of, I'm going to do this, I'm going to make this happen, and then three days in, you're losing motivation, fourth day, you fuck up, fifth day, you feel like shit, sixth day, you have so much guilt, seventh day, you're talking to your friends and family about how you can't get your shit together, eighth day, you give up. I mean, it goes on and on and on into this really negative spiraling cycle. So instead of doing that, I like to take January as a rest and reset month. What I think that we all don't take into account is that November, really even starting at like Halloween time, Halloween to January 1st are probably the busiest times of most of our years. We are running to and from holiday parties, and I know that we didn't do as much of this this year, but we all still spent money. We all still ate like shit. I'm guaranteeing that we all drank. And honestly, coming off of that and expecting yourself to move into this crazy series of changes and turning your world upside down for the better, quote unquote, is unrealistic and I don't think what your body needs. So I like to take January, like I said, as a reset month where you are really reevaluating where you're at in space and time. And you're not putting the pressure on yourself to snap into these crazy routines or to make these crazy changes and to really just sit back, reset, allow yourself to rest and come down from that holiday high that we all ride of constant go, 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 staying up later, again, eating and drinking, and even just the energy that we expend when we are spending all of our money. There's so much that goes into that psychologically that we don't even take into account, but that is a real factor in how we feel at the end of December and at the beginning of January. So rather than rush to create New Year's resolutions, why don't we rush to have a reset month? and a restful month, and a month that is about evaluating, again, where you're at in your life right now, and where you'd like to be in a year from now, and how you would like to feel. This is a really powerful statement that I heard years ago, and that has stuck with me since. You can live two ways. You can live in a goal-driven life, or you can live in a value-driven life. And when we live in a goal-driven life, we are constantly disappointed, constantly living in the future, constantly thinking about all the things that we, again, could, should, would do if X, Y, and Z thing were different. 
as soon as you reach that goal, you're setting another one for yourself. And that cycle is unhealthy. Again, in that we're living in the future and that we're also never satisfied and that we prove to ourselves over and over and over again that we can attain these smaller goals. But what are the goals for? And what is the meaning behind the goal? Of course, anybody can lose five pounds. And if you don't think that you can have a conversation with me, anybody can lose five pounds. Why are we obsessed with losing the five pounds? What is that going to do for us? Is it because we want to feel better about ourselves? Is it because we want to feel more confident? Is it because we want to fit into an outfit that makes us feel good? Why are we doing the things that we're doing? Why are we setting the goals that we are setting? A value-driven life answers that question. It's about what you value, how you want to feel about yourself, how you want to operate, how you feel both internally and externally. And it's the why. Why do you want to do X, Y, and Z thing? Why is this goal important to you? If we live in that space of a value-driven life rather than in a goal-driven life, we are so much more likely to achieve our goals without even setting them for ourselves because we are chasing a feeling, not a thing. So as you are approaching the new year, focus on why you are doing what you are doing, why you are feeling the way that you are feeling, why you would like to achieve the things that you would like to achieve in 2021. And it doesn't always have to be a physical thing. It doesn't always have to be a tangible thing. It could be, I would like to feel more joy in my life. I would like to have more presence in my life. Make it about the why, make it about the value, make it about anything other than these concrete goals that we set for ourselves. I understand that there is a major push in the self-help industry about setting benchmarkers, setting goals, having a vision, all of these things. But the reality is that if you have just the what, it is much harder to understand the how. If you have the why, it is so much easier to allow the how to fall into place. It's about how you get from one place to another, whether it be a mental shift or a physical shift. But what gets you to the how is the why, not necessarily the what. So if you can focus on that this coming season, in the new year, feeling fresh about things, allowing yourself to come from a place of why and not a place of what. Goals versus values. So in speaking about living a value-driven life, there is one exercise that I find extremely helpful at the start of the new year, and I do it with every single client that I have. So this exercise is called Word In, Word Out, and I can't take full credit for it. A guy named Jason DM'd me three years ago, probably, telling me about this exercise and how he does a word in and a word out every year. And the words represent themes more than anything else, but just something that you felt like maybe held you back or that you'd like to stop saying and that you'd like to take out of your vocabulary, your vernacular, and honestly, just your life and replacing it with something that is going to add something to your life, enhance it in some sort of way, a theme that you would like to work on. So a couple years ago, for example, my word out was busy because I felt like every time that I was using the word busy, it actually meant that I was doing mundane work or wasn't being 
productive in my work. It was something that I was just saying and using as just sort of this throwaway word of, I can't do that. I'm busy. And instead of actually working smarter, I was working on busy work types of things. And I felt that it was necessary to take that sort of out of my vocabulary and stop thinking about being busy as a way of being successful. And the busier that I was, the more successful I was because I was doing more and, and, and getting rid of this sort of thought process. And my word in was communication because I had felt like I was lacking the understanding of a two-sided conversation in a way that I wanted to have it. So the way that I was saying things, the way that I was presenting myself to the world was not necessarily in my truth. And so I worked on communication for the entire year. And that was the theme of my year. So it's not about fulfilling these benchmarkers or setting these goals. It is about conceptualizing a theme that runs your life for the year and also letting go of something that no longer serves you or that you feel like has maybe been overused. So I have a lot of clients who have been doing this exercise for the years that I've been doing it and who think that this is the greatest thing that they do every new year. So what I would like you to do is get a pen and a piece of paper and write word out on the left-hand side and word in on the right-hand side. And in the column of your word out, write the word that you would like to eliminate from your vocabulary, eliminate as a theme, an overall theme in your life, and write all of the things that that means for yourself. When I am blank, busy, let's say, when I am my word out, I am frantic. I am frazzled. I am not doing productive work. I am feeling all over the place. I do not have focus. All of the things that you feel when you are in your word out. And then in your word in, do the same thing. So when I am communicative, I feel powerful. I feel heard. I feel listened to. I feel like I am listening to X, Y, and Z person. The list goes on and on and on. But the point is, is that these words hold meaning to you and they hold meaning in that, again, you are willing to let go of these feelings that you have when you are in your word out. And you are also willing to embrace the feelings that you have and to show up as that person as you are in your word in. So this year, my two words are tired and clarity. I have felt like every time that I use the word tired, I am not using it in its actual meaning. I am using it to describe something else that is going on with me that I don't know how to properly communicate. And thus I just end up using the blanket statement of I am tired. So this year, my word out being tired is not so much about the fact that I'm never going to be tired again, obviously, but it is more for me about actually communicating my feelings and understanding where I'm coming from when I say I'm tired. Am I actually overwhelmed? Do I need actual physical rest? Am I feeling too booked up? What am I actually feeling when I'm saying out loud that I am tired? And what am I using it as an excuse for? Am I using tired as an excuse to not go out? And why can't I just communicate clearly and properly that I do not want to go out? 
right? So that is my word out, tired. And when I am tired, I feel groggy. I feel fogged up. I feel like I am not using my brain properly. I feel physically exhausted. I feel like I can't do as much. I'm lacking energy. So those are the types of feelings that I am willing to leave behind in this 2020 year, because I would like to move forward in clarity, which is my word in. And being clear for me means many different things, but my focuses are that I feel mentally clear, but that I am also consistently clearing any negative energy that I am bringing into spaces with me. So I have been doing so many exercises in these last couple weeks that are clearing my head and clearing my heart and my soul from things that I have been holding on to for years way, way, way longer than I have ever wanted to. And sometimes way longer than I even realize that I am. The reason why taking a word out of your vernacular and putting a word into that is about, again, what you are willing to leave behind as this new year approaches. And what are you willing to add to your life that enhances it, that makes it better, that you feel like you are lacking currently. It's not about goals, as said, It's not about timelines. It's just about having an overarching theme. And that maybe when you are using your word out, you can catch yourself in that moment in time and say, why am I using this word? What does this feel like for me right now? This is not about surface level words. This is about having a theme of your year, a theme, again, that you are no longer willing to settle for and a theme that you are willing to open yourself up to, opportunities that you are willing to have conversations about. And with this word in, word out exercise, I find that people are really able to look back on their year in a way of actual reflection. Why do I do the things that I do? Why have I been feeling this way? What would make me feel a different way? without having to really double down on a resolution or goals and really live in that value-based space, which is that you have a theme moving forward. You want a feeling. You are not chasing something. You are living as that person. You are showing up as that version of yourself every day in those feelings, doing things that make you feel like the best version of yourself. So that's a great exercise that I do and that I think is really helpful as the new year approaches, not so much about getting all these goals written down and, and, you know, the affirmations are helpful. Meditation is super helpful. Journaling is helpful. Purge all of those things for sure, but don't get so caught up in this year. I am going to do this this year. I'm going to do this this year. I'm going to stop doing this. I'm quitting this. Get into a mindset of where do I want to come from? when I'm living a value-driven and a value-based life, not so much about what is directly in front of me and what I think is hurting me versus helping me. Get into a mindset of understanding that everything is working for you. Everything that happened this year was necessary. You needed all of it. You needed every lesson. You needed every bad day. You needed every shitty thought. You needed every single moment of isolation to be alone with your feelings, to feel everything you needed all of it. So rather than say, I'm quitting this, I'm getting rid of this, I'm moving on with this, just let that shit go. Understand where it came from, understand why it was necessary and move forward with a shifted mindset of, I understand why I learned all of these things. And now it is my time to shine with the lessons that I have learned. 
It is time for me to rid myself of the negativity of everything that I've been holding on to, of the stagnation, of the isolation, and move forward into this new era, into this new chapter, this new decade, really, of everything that you deserve in your life. You have to believe things before you see them. It's not, I'll see it to believe it. It's, I'll believe it to see it. Shift that part of your brain. Things don't happen overnight. Changes don't happen because a calendar says that they should. You have to be somebody who's willing to say, I am no longer holding on to the things that no longer serve me. This is not my truth anymore. I am rewriting this book. It's your fucking book. It's your story. It's your creation. Everything that you see in front of you in the world is because you have placed it there. If there are negative things going on, it's your fault. If there are positive things going on, it's your fault. You are the creator of your reality of your universe, of your story. You are in control of this. You control how you react to the external. You control how you see things. You control your outlook. You control your mindset. Make your world fucking awesome. Get rid of the people who no longer serve you. Get rid of the belief systems that no longer serve you. Get rid of the emotions that you've been holding onto that have stayed stagnant and that are making you sick. Let go of all of it. Purge. This is the time. We are in serious purging energy. We had a full moon yesterday. The shadow is today. It's all about letting go of the things that no longer serve you. I know that that sounds repetitive in this episode, but it's so true. I hope that you guys have a super healthy, happy new year. I hope that there is much abundance. I know that there is prosperity. I know that there is health. I know that there is wealth. I know that there is strength. I know that there is happiness on the other side of this year for every single person. You just have to believe that that is in the cards for you. You have to believe that you can show up as that person every single day. You have to believe that when you are getting rid of things and that you are actually clearing yourself, that it's working, that you are unblocking yourself and that you are receiving blessings, that you are receiving abundance, that you are receiving love. Give that out into the world. It will come back to you. Everything is energy. Get into a place in your own head that you feel good about, that you feel energetically open to, where you allow yourself to receive all of the amazing things that are there for you. Close your eyes. Think of your best fucking life. That is yours. That is attainable. You would not have the vision if it weren't. Go get that. Go show up as that word in person every single day. And release the negativity, release the shadow, acknowledge everything that has gone on, be grateful for it, live in gratitude in that you are learning the lessons that you are here to learn. It's hard, it sucks, I get it. Everything is happening for you. Like I said, enjoy your new year. Have a great time with family, friends, by yourself. Use it as a day of introspection Use it as a day of manifestation. Use it as a day of going from a goal-based and goal-driven life to a value-based and value-driven life. 
it will change the way that you look at things. It will change your entire course of your year. I love you guys. Mean it. I am here for you always. I am proud of you. I am happy for you. I know that this year is going to fucking rock. Let's go into it with this collective energy of things are changing for the better. On an individual level, on a collective level, we are all doing our part in order to make these bigger changes happen. Go into the new year, into places where you can show up as that person every single day. You can do it. It's within you. I know it is. You are strong. You're a badass. You are powerful. You are a manifester. You are the creator of your reality. And it's fucking awesome. Live your life that way. Love you. (laughs) 